0: as you were hearing this announcement. And the venue is BYOB. So if you wanna drink, bring a drink. If you like a Diet Coke, bring a Diet Coke. And we're gonna hang out afterwards. We can say hello to everybody. Hope to see you all there. See you there.
2: Men who are coming like that, they're also getting that catharsis of like, oh, I just assumed it was like easier for women. A lot of men assume that, that Mm -hmm. we're having a blast and we're not. (laughs) And
1: then they can- yeah, spoiler alert, no. No! And welcome back to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Erica.
0: Erica, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Uh, I have a fun update for the fans. Ooh. So I referenced my friend in our episode with Drake about the I love you situation. Yeah. She got her I love you. <gasps> <laughs> she, Yay! She texted me and she was like, I got the I love you. I want everyone to know it came. <laughs> amazing very happy for her she did she did get her i love you on new year's eve very very cute uh yeah she kind of like scheduled a little like hey i just want to have like a relationship check in and he just immediately started it with like i love you (laughs) you know i love you like i i know what this is about and uh so she got it she got her i love you so now they're planning a nice vacation together so congratulations to my friend yes congratulations Uh, (laughs) to them but yeah she was like hey Don't forget this in the updates. I was like, okay, all right. Please. I did talk about you on the show. I'll let everyone know. Update the people on my situation. Yeah. (laughs) I am okay. I'm like, you're doing great. (laughs) Doing great, homie. So anyway, uh, what's up with you? Um, Well, speaking of
1: loving things, we had mentioned a while back that I had given my mom a bunch of Sunset Lake products for Christmas.
0: Oh, yes. How'd she like Yeah. It?
1: She is loving them. So when I, when I originally told her that I was giving her a bunch of CBD for Christmas, she was like, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 mom.
0: You're like, I'm trying to tell you no yelling this year. <laughs> right? I'm trying to tell you <laughs> calm the fuck down. <laughs> um, You're like, no. I got you some CBD and a facial. She's like, what are these? What is going
1: on? <laughs> what are these? No. But she has been loving it.
0: Oh, what's her usual routine? she in the morning is she at night? She's been using it to help
1: her sleep she it has a really hard time not waking up before dawn mm-hmm. like she'll wake up at like three thirty four in yeah. the middle of the night and then not be able to go back to sleep and she does wake up kind of early anyway, so she's like one of those well, I guess four o'clock versus five thirty not that different, but over time that is quite different. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, my mom actually has this problem. I should get her some. Yeah, so she has said that it has really helped her stay asleep. Mm, beautiful. Okay. So what is she using? The melatonin drops?
1: I don't think she's using the melatonin. I think she's just using the straight up drops. I don't I think oh, she wants okay. to save the melatonin for when it's so like she's in like dire need. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's how good the product is, man. You just yeah. use a couple of those drops, helps you relax, keeps you in bed. Exactly. So I got her the citrus flavor. She's been really loving it. And if our listeners want to try it, you can go to sunsetlakecbd.com. Use our code FMH2020, and that'll get you 20% off the whole site.
0: Yeah, and you can use it several times. So if you want to get gifts for different people, use it twice, baby. Uh, And it comes straight from the farm. So it's already already the most affordable CBD I've seen out there personally. Yeah, same. You get 20% off on top of it. So promo code FMH20 for 20% off sunsetlakecbd.com. Yeah. So beyond that, um, I I was supposed
1: to be starting the year with two first dates. Mm. I was meant to have two first dates in the first year of 2023, or well, in the first week
0: of 2023. And Erica, I had zero dates. I sorry to hear it. I don't. I, I'm not very good at comforting in this, in this I, moment, but <laughs> I um, it's okay. <laughs> I, it's because i technically already know that this happened but i
1: mean yeah spoiler alert i did not come to our podcast recording to to be comforted about my about my date so you're good
0: yeah but But two back-to-back cancels is just uh yeah So
1: i had last week had talked about meeting the guy in person Mm -hmm. that i met at i talked about that already on the public right big beach yeah okay i'm this is why I need my content tracker. Um, so last week I had mentioned that I had met a guy in person at Pig Beach, who we were we were colloquially referring to as Pig Beach Kirk. PPK. Um, I had met him in person, and then I had met another guy on Bumble prior to Christmas who had set a date for after Christmas, like well in advance, was supposed to be Thursday, Friday of last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I did not go on either of those dates. I went into more detail about the Pig Beach Kirk. Both of them canceled on me at the last minute. Mm. I went into more detail about the Pig Beach Kirk cancellation on the Patreon. Um, so if you want to hear all the dirty details of that, you can go there. Suffice to say, I thought it was super shitty and I won't be speaking to him anymore. Mm. Rest in peace. R.I.P. PBK. Um, the other guy, though, who I guess is like Bumble Kirk currently. He doesn't have an nickname mm-hmm. yet because we haven't gone out. He handled the last-minute cancellation in the way that I wish every single person who had to cancel last-minute did.
0: Oh, uh, give it to me. How, because was
1: it? shit comes up, right? Like, obviously, yeah. last-minute cancellations are not ideal. We would prefer for them to never happen. But, like, we would prefer for a lot of stuff in life to never happen. For sure. He, keeping it super vague, had an emergency. He texted me from his Uber to JFK. The emergency required him to fly somewhere. Oh, wow so he literally could not go on the date um he texted me from the uber to jfk so like pretty soon after he was aware of the situation Mm -hmm. he realized there's another human whose time is depending on my time today yeah and so i'm going to reach out to that human as pretty much as soon i don't expect you to get a you know, emergency call from somebody and then immediately be like, the very first thing I'm going to do is text this Bumble Girl.
0: Yeah, Texas Um, Girl I've never met, but but he still did.
1: He still did. Obviously, he had to take care of a bunch of logistics, but he still did. And he apologized profusely, told me what was going on, and then said, I really do still want to go out. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed by insert situation right now, but like, can I text you when I'm back to reschedule? Yeah, love it love it because if you're going to cancel you got to offer the reschedule you have to like if you cancel a date
0: even if it's well in advance it's on you to reschedule it right because if you just cancel it's like as the receiving person you're like okay do you just not want to go right like that's i mean that that'd be that would be my assumption if you did want to go we would go exactly yeah Ugh. but so good news and i feel like Uh, That's especially why we were like, rest in peace, uh, pig beach man, because the juxtaposition between the two cancels was just astounding. Couldn't be more different. Mm -hmm.
1: And like, and the communication from Bumblekirk had already been really good. Like he actually texted me, as you know, and as we agree, I don't like to do a whole lot of in-depth texting before I go out with somebody. And I matched with him and scheduled this date over a week in advance. Mm Mm-hmm. So we were checking in occasionally. He texted me on Christmas, wished me a Merry Christmas, texted me on New Year's, wished me Happy New Year's. I texted him about a couple things. And then the day before the date on Wednesday, he said, like, hey, just wanted to check in. I'm still really looking forward to tomorrow. Like, reminded me about the time and
0: place. hmm 10 out of 10. Yeah. And essentially, it's like, look, both these men are technically strangers. However, yeah. one that you have already met and felt a little chemistry with. Mm-hmm. To be having someone that is, quote, the complete stranger you have not met, treating you better than the person you have met. is just like the juxtaposition was just stark. Right. And also it's I don't want to speak for you, but like I've been there and I'm like, it hurts way more from someone I have already met. And it makes it just (laughs) more apparent to me of like, oh, okay, clearly I like there's zero excitement from you. You don't care at all about me on even a small level. Just yeah. a, level Just a tiny,
1: tiny amount as a, like a fellow human that you thought was cool and interesting enough to
0: want to go out with. Right. And it's hilarious that we're like, you know, you think the meeting in real life, it's like, oh, so much easier, so much better. <laughs> right now we're like, yo, fuck pig beach. <laughs> back on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back inside. Oh my <laughs> yeah, I'm never leaving my apartment again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, folks. This is what happens when you talk to people in real life.
0: <laughs> right. Which, um. I don't know if you have anything more to say on this because I have actually an interesting in life story that
1: happened to me. No, I want, I want. I mean, that's that's it. So I, I will keep, I will keep everyone posted on when Bumblekirk returns. Um, also, Matchmaker Kirk. There's like a guy that I remember the guy that I was matched with prior to Christmas.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Yeah, he, I believe, if I remember, if I'm getting my timelines correct, is getting back from vacation sometime around now. Okay, so. Hoping he he had said he would text me when he was back and we would go out. So, so the, the queue is filled. You Indeed. Know? Indeed. Oh, I also, I I also, maybe I shouldn't tell people when I have first dates in advance anymore. But. I, <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: but <laughs> Yo, if the show, stop jinxing
1: me. <laughs> but I have a first date on Wednesday. And it is from The League. You got into The League? Oh, I, oh well, really? I've been on The League. The League is not. The league likes to think that they're tough to get
0: into, but basically they just like gatekeep themselves from people. All right. Well, I'll be honest with you, Allie. I was on the waiting list for the league for God knows how long. Never got in, so I gave up. I gave it's up. It's not way good. Don't just don't. <laughs> you're not. You're you're missing nothing. Yeah, you know, it's another. The rap. reason I'm so surprised
1: is because I have never one time been out with someone from the league. Yeah, I know. I've been trained, and I've been on it for like five, six, seven years, maybe. Like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that I like barely because I it's a self fulfilling prophecy at some point because like I I wasn't getting great matches and ending up on dates with people. So I stopped like the league, the if for people who don't know about the league, the concept is they give you a certain number of people per day. It's not like a continuous swipe through situation. Okay. And so you have to go in there. If you don't see those three people, it's a new three people the next day.
0: Right. Okay. Kind of like a... I think that's like coffee meets coffee bagel. Coffee meets vibe. bagel. Yeah. It's a that, similar, that exists, but yeah.
1: similar concept. So because I wasn't getting very much success, I don't go in there very often. And so uh, therefore, it, my success go- is even lower. Yeah. But I messed with this guy. He followed up pretty quickly to go out to drinks. And we're going out on Wednesday. Okay. Love it. All right. Yeah. We're
0: zigging and zagging this year. <laughs> we're, <trying to> <laughs> we're zigging. We're zagging. So... <laughs> but what? what's your real
1: life situation?
0: Um. Okay. So funny of like i randomly have been getting dms from people and i have never really been getting traction uh on my instagram that way especially for potential dates right yeah so i mentioned the guy last week that like i keep hearing from but like super late even though he's like hey let's get dinner i'm like okay like at uh, 3 a.m so i have two dm things of i got a dm from him recently and he like jokingly responded to my story and it was from one of our clips we uploaded About your brother, like how long does it take you to make the move? And I get a DM from this man, and he's like, "Yeah, the move is messaging people at three a.m." And I just we love a self-aware king. Yes, no, I just didn't answer. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know, but I was like, uh, no. Uh, Also, because like I said, I think the last update, I was like, oh, I texted him back, being like, hey, I can't that night, but like another time. Yeah, and have not heard a word from this man. So whatever. Like I said, I'm letting the universe bring me stuff right now and i'm not really actively i guess chasing or looking that hard as opposed to just yeah i'm on dating apps but not i don't know i don't have like a i don't have like a i hate to say hunting thing in me right now but it's it's true it's like i kind of just don't have energy right now and i've been focusing on a lot of other stuff that i'm like okay i'm not in like a real hunter-esque phase i don't feel this like super motivation to like try to find someone and i don't know really like initiate everything i'll i'll admit as much as i am an initiator naturally um but that 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 motivation ebbs and flows though i think that makes sense right yeah like i just kind of was like i just i don't know i've had i've had enough hits recently that i'm like "Eh, i'm just gonna kind of ride this wave so i have another man that suddenly popped up uh and he messaged me and he opened with being like hey uh I just was like looking at your page and I was just binging your clips. And I think you're really funny. And oh my this gosh. is right. And this is someone I actually have met before. Oh, how and it was through, through comedy or. So it is actually through, uh, my former co-host and roommate, uh, Molly. We went out to lunch. Uh, we lived in the same neighborhood. So we went out to lunch and we ran into this guy walking around and she knew him from, she works in PR and he was one of her clients. Uh, so she was like oh my god hey how are you so they're like catching up and real briefly i'm just you know hey here's erica hi nice to meet you blah blah uh it's super super nice guy great energy to him real real kind of chill has a shit together right so it was him of in that moment because he was like oh you do comedy in the comedy world i'm in production he followed me on instagram okay and i followed him back so then all of a sudden he messaged me he was like hey your clips are so so funny blah blah and he said something he was like oh when i met you you seemed really like shy and quiet oh and i was like i mean to be honest you seemed kind of quiet or also it's like yeah i don't know you're talking to my friend like you two yeah that's like a that's not really a moment for you to insert yourself right exactly um but then we were just like messaging back and forth and Uh even while we were talking i had a weird inkling of being like so molly says you have a girlfriend is that still true Mm. however i held back of i was like give it a second because he's in the production world i was like oh this might just kind of be a networking conversation yeah quick Um, quick interjecting question yeah
1: when you when you ran into him with molly did you think he was cute in that moment
0: yeah he's (laughs) he's very cute I love, love, also, I love I yeah. love the tone of your voice. Yeah. 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 No, he's <laughs> fine. Like 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 he left that convo. Oh, and he's Molly, not just cute, he's fine. No, he's fine. Uh and he leaves the convo, and Molly immediately was like, "Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> and she was actually dating someone at the time when she first met him. And uh-huh. she was like, "Oh, I remember meeting him in the office, and I immediately was like, damn it, you just got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> a weird vibe to that. But um, and i was standing there being like yeah he's very attractive and that was in that moment when she told me she's like i think he has a girlfriend but she said but in that convo he was like oh i just moved to this neighborhood so she was like oh i thought he was living with some girl maybe they broke up and that's why he moved but it was one of those shrug up in the air things yeah and he's not a big social media user himself like his company you know obviously is very active on it but like you can tell even from his social media presence, you're like, Oh, you very much are this like chill guy. That's very, just like, you know, posts like very like sweet and genuine things of just like happy new year, everybody. And like stuff like that, you know? So you're like, okay, I like, you know, that you're in the space, but in a different way than like, I'm in the space, I guess I'll say that. Um, So, yeah, but I just, I let the conversation kind of just flow. I was like, just give it a second. I was like, give it a second. And then suddenly he was like, I'd love to like get a coffee or something in the neighborhood sometime if you'd be down. And he said, I'm, I'm back from my holiday travels like this weekend. Like, yeah, we'd love to get a coffee. And I just was like, yeah, so that sounds great. I'd, I'd love to do that. And I was like, uh, my, I don't have my notifications on for Instagram. So here's my number, like hit me up and he immediately texted me and then he was a little bit flirty, but then he said something of, he was like, great to connect. And then that made me go, oh, is this not a date? And then in my head, I was like, we could make it a date. <laughs> we,
1: we will make it a we date. We will make
0: it a date. Um, But then I obviously talked to Molly, and she immediately was like, oh, my God. She goes, first of all, I love him so much. He's so sweet, genuine, smart. Like, she, like, all of a sudden does, like, the whole rundown. She was, was like, good. I would be so excited if you two started dating, which – we love a vouch right if we do i'm gonna need a picture of this man right and turns out uh he's not originally from the u.s so she was like oh she said that is how he communicates he he has a very proper english because it's not his first language so she was like i don't think it's not a date but then she you know was like either way she said he's a great person i know he's really really sweet really kind like and i was like uh i'm going either way <laughs> like no not... you you don't have to convince me ma'am we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're I going am, to this I coffee i'm going okay i am going and i will blow dry my hair and i'll go <laughs> but, but um yeah it was just it was kind of a weird i'm like i'm weirdly kind of on a roll with i don't know men in my dms i guess i uh, love I it know. so much but so we have not conf- we we haven't
1: confirmed for sure that he's not dating that person though
0: no as of right now though i'm like I'm it sounds to It sounds pretty
1: date-like to me. I'm just curious.
0: Right. I'm going to assume. But Molly made a good point. She was like, hey, he's in the industry. Great person to know. You never know. Maybe he'll think of you for something they're producing. Totally. Either way, it's like, hey, even if he means it as a date and we just end up not dating, hey, that's a cool guy that I have a connection to. And also, Molly was like, and I know you got L.A. on your mind. He often is in L.A. So it's an interesting situation of like... Not to get too ahead of ourselves, but it's a good to know of like, oh, if this ends up kind of moving forward, uh, it's nice to know like it would be a realistic option, yeah, and not something I'd feel this, oh, I'm gonna have a heart stop at this whatever time, I think that's legit, like I think there's
1: there's a difference between picturing your life with him in l a <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> and just saying, like, oh, this actually could have could, the, logi- the logistics could work here
0: yeah and it's it's mainly because so many people that are new yorkers are so i hate la yeah. anti-la i hate even being out there and i'm like good lord like i don't know if that's just people that like their routine because i'm like i love traveling and seeing new places anytime i've been in la i'm like yeah it's different guys duh it's a different fucking city like but i don't know i'm like i I try to just enjoy wherever I am. and Be like, all right, this is the vibe here. Well, let's go with this vibe. I like let's, visiting it. I really don't think I could live in L.A., I'm but not, that's a I'm different a thing. Fan. That's not being like, ugh, ugh. Why would you ever think of going out there? I'm like, oh, I a no, thousand percent I mean, understand why people move out here. Like, I I do too. Yeah, you know, and I, yeah, you're a California girl. You lived in San Diego. It's like, yeah, you get it. Anyway, but um, yeah. So I'm excited to basically get that set up. I was like, whoa, well, hello, sir, and um, amazing. And I have my mini mini golf date that was supposed to be 5 p.m. <laughs> that I uh, I did bump it because he suddenly texted me being like, "Hey, so we'll have to be there at 4:30 p.m. because oh, it that's takes different. Some time." And I was like, "Anyway, anyway, we could just like bump that later." And and I said I was like, "I I don't have a show. I got my you know shows for the week, so I'm free that night." Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh great! Oh yeah, let's move it to 7:30." I'm like, "Okay, perfect, great, perfect. We don't need to have a
1: 4:30 p.m. date."
0: no no we do not uh yeah so anyway but that's it for me so i'm i'm excited i've got some stuff cooking i'm excited for you too that's awesome yeah um but uh i guess that's it i guess we gotta get to
1: our guest yeah i am excited to talk to her we are talking to lane Moore this week who is the creator and host of tinder live a ton of people have suggested that we have her on as a guest um because they love the concept of the show or have been to one
0: Yeah, she is uh, very, very fun, Uh, and we had a great time chatting with Lane, so enjoy this episode.
1: So I've been talking a bunch about how I'm trying to order in less, and part of that is that I'm cooking at home more, but when I don't have time to cook, which is more often than not, I have really still been loving Factors meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes.
0: Yeah, and they have so many options, too. Every week, their menu, they have 35 options that you can pick from, so you can find whatever it is that you're looking for.
1: code FMH50 to get 50% off
0: your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code FMH50 at factormeals.com FMH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: back with Lane. Hi, Lane. Welcome to Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. Hi.
2: Thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
0: Very, very excited to have you. Uh, you have a very, very hot show in the city called Tinder Live, and I actually have been asked out on a date to go to your show before. Yeah.
2: Okay, so <laughs> I hear that all the time. I think it is – I think Tinder Live is, like, the perfect date. It, it. I had a Tinder Live show. I do it every single month in – yeah, in New York City, and I tour the world with it as well. And I, the number of first dates, third dates, whatever, that people bring people to on Tinder Live, I think is great. That's um, so cool. Because – so I guess, like, I'll explain what Tinder Live is so you can know why this would be a good <laughs> – why people yeah. are bringing their dates here. Yeah. Um, so – I created Tinder Live first of all because um, I had started going on dating apps. Like when Tinder like first came out is when Tinder Live was created. Because the second that I got on Tinder and started going on these apps, I was like, "Oh, this would be the best comedy show ever. We would have the profile be up on the screen." these profiles are so weird. I would it would be like, you know, mystery science theater or something where you're just like riffing on the profiles in real time. The audience would vote whether I swipe right or left. It'd be interactive so it wouldn't feel as lonely. And then we would just swipe on the worst, weirdest profiles that we could find. Like
1: and and back in the Back in the original days of Tinder, like, people were even wilder, I feel like. Even now.
2: wilder. And and also, none of that existed when I created the show. Like, it's really interesting because, like, I started Tinder Live in 2014. So, like, almost 10 years ago. And, mm-hmm. like, now it's really interesting because now it's, like, blown up in this really big way. And, like, I'll even see, like, teenage girls on TikTok doing, like, their own versions of Tinder Live, essentially. And you're like, yeah. wow. Like, it's really, like – reach this fever pitch and this thing that was this idea that I had that like, this would be the most fun thing ever has really only gotten bigger over the years. So I think it's, I think it's cool. A I think it's cool when men are into it because to me it means they can laugh at themselves. Like whenever I hear, I've had so many female friends of mine be like, I started dating a guy and he really loves Tinder live and he really loves your work. So I think that means he's a good guy. And I was like, me too. I hope. Green flag. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a green flag when you're into like women who are talking about the problematic things that men are doing on dating apps. Like I like to hope, you can never know for sure, but I like to hope it means like they're open to looking at themselves with a critical lens.
1: Yeah. One of the reasons I like going to a comedy show in general on like an early in the game date, like a third date, a fourth date, and I like to sit in the front row because I want to get heckled and see how he takes it. Really? Yeah. But for that reason cuz like I want somebody who's able to laugh at themselves. Yeah, yeah, and who's exactly. Be able to be a little silly.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And I think I think with men too you want you want someone who's able to sit there and be like, "Oh, I'm sure I have done some stuff that was not great." Do you know what I mean? Cuz one of the things that that Tinder live really does is it is partly educational where something will come up on screen and you will hear every woman in the audience be like, no, oh my God, no. (laughs) And we'll talk about it. And I'll be like, exactly. And I'm like, all right, this is a moment for like the men in the audience who are making their profiles. Like don't do this. This is horrible. But if you have a guy in the audience who's sitting there being like, oh, I don't like this. And and this is, you know, I can't believe they're talking about this way. And it's like, dude, if you can't see, that this is a a free learning opportunity for you. Like women Mm. are just bringing these things up because we want these interactions to be better for everybody. Like my point of view is not like men are doing everything wrong. Women are doing everything right. I'm queer. I know that's not true. Like (laughs) there's no (laughs) one way if everyone was doing everything, you know, if one person was doing everything right, like, you know, it's just not true. So what, what Tinder Life does is, A, it's going to be like the most you've laughed probably that month, maybe that year. And then also you're going to, a lot of people have that like catharsis of like, oh, I'm not the only one who's seeing profiles like this. I'm not the only one getting messages like this. And then for men who are coming like that, they're also getting that catharsis of like, oh, I just assumed it was like easier for women. A lot of men assume that, that mm-hmm. we're having a blast and we're yeah. not. and then they can yeah
1: spoiler alert no no
2: right and so I think it it brings up that universal like oh no one's having fun here like I always talk about that on tinder live and then when you know we have these moments of like oh why did he do this we liked you you know greg or whatever it is and you did this thing that's a learning opportunity so yeah if you're taking a date there you want them to be able to be like, oh, I've done that. I didn't know. And then, you know, the date can be like, not everybody knows. It's okay. No, you know now. At least you didn't do it with me. Like, I think that's so much more beautiful than being like, oh, obviously this is something that's like, she's criticizing personally. It's like, that's not what it is. And I don't win anything by doing that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like men who feel that women are doing that. I'm like, we don't have anything to gain from doing that. And that's not the tone of anything. So you do really want to make sure... Yeah, you're with somebody who's just able to see, like, oh, like, this is a show. These are perspectives about how, like, no one's necessarily doing this the right way. And there's something we could all learn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like the not all men vibe.
2: It's literally – that's literally what I was thinking the whole time I was talking. It's
1: the not all men
2: vibe. And that's not something you want because the last thing women want to do or anyone wants to do is sit there and convince a a man they're with or potentially dating – that they're, oh, not, 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 no, no, not, you like, no one wants to do that labor, and they shouldn't have to in 2023.
0: I was gonna say what's really eye-opening is, like, anytime I've browsed dating apps from my male friend's phones, and then I see, finally see for the first time, the majority of female profiles, because I know what's, like, super common on a male profile, and Mm. I kind of know like the red flags or I call them like the hacky jokes everybody makes, right? Oh, like yeah. I'm overly competitive about everything. Yeah. Oh, me wow. You push what? Me over. what a
2: man is overly competitive about everything. I didn't think I'd find you like, right. Stop but, acting like that makes you different than the other girls. <laughs> like it doesn't. Right.
0: But if you asked me like, what are the hacky things on female profiles? I don't know because I don't browse them. So yes. it's like, also since you swipe on both genders, it's kind of eye-opening to be like, oh, as a woman in the crowd, I'd be like, oh wow, so many women say I'm fluent in sarcasm. Like, well, you know what's funny?
2: So, while I swipe on, you know, both profiles when I'm on apps myself, we don't swipe on women's profiles in the show, um, which oh, okay. is important to note. So, and the reason we don't do that um, is, and I've always been very like, like we're not going to do this on the show for two reasons. One because yeah, there are some weird women's profiles, but most of them are just women who are alive. They're not that chaotic. They're not that hateful. They're not that interesting.
1: They're just maybe um, like the same as everybody else, but that doesn't make them like funny. It doesn't or, make them
2: funny or bad yeah. or like worthy of like critique or mockery or anything like that. And even though like any kind of – um I'm not really mocking the men's profiles either, but it's so much easier to have. There's so much more to work with with men's profile where you're like, why are you yelling at women? Why is this whole profile about how all women are disgusting? Like, you're not going to see that in women's profiles. So there's not as much to critique. And then what I always say to the audience, if you know, is like, the world is making fun of women all the time. We don't need to add to it. Like, why would I put these women's profiles up there? 99.9% of them are just women who, with faces that's it. There's nothing to talk about. And I don't talk about anybody's appearance on either gender because there's so, A, it's boring. It's hacky. It's not funny to me, but there's so much more to talk about. Like all the intricacies of like, why did you take this photo? Why are you yelling in your profile? Why are you saying what you don't want? Like there's so much more to talk about. That's so much funnier.
0: I would also assume there's like, there is a bullying line as well that you're like, I want to do this interactive live show. I think it would be fun. I think it'd be fun for a date. So it is like, there is an interesting line to play as the host of You're like, yes, I want to critique these in like a helpful way or even a funny way. But yeah. y- you don't want to cross that line into like straight bullying, which if there's nothing on the profile to work with other than photos, how does that not turn into like a bullying situation?
2: Right. It would have to. So, I mean, I think... That's one of the things that I'm proudest about like I've been doing the show for so many years and every single like New York Times Vice like every single person who's profiled that has been like I don't know how she makes this show so kind and so funny I have no idea because like people if you haven't seen it are like expecting a bloodbath and I hear that all the time but it's like a that's not my sense of humor B, that's the cheapest form of comedy. Yeah, like, it is. Wow. what I do is, is so much better than that, as it should be. Like, that's not something I want to watch. And I think it's just, you know, I always tell everybody, because I always have, like, uh, celebrity guests and, like, other comedians and actors and things like that. And I always tell them, you know, the show never punches down because it just doesn't need to. And the whole point of it is to just, I'm coming at these profiles from a lens of, like, why did you say that? Like, I wanted to like you. Which, by the way, I think is the perspective we're coming at when we're swiping as humans. We're like, I don't want to be, I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, hate it. Hate it. Like that doesn't feel good to me. I want to like you. I want to find my person in three swipes. And instead I'm just mad and sad and confused. And the show finds comedy in that.
1: Yeah. We've all had the experience of like happening upon a profile being like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Exactly.
2: And that's literally what it is. But with, you know, a room full of hundreds of people being like, no, we were rooting for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, it's great. But I also like, I'll note that I play a character on the show, which is important to talk about, I feel. Um,
0: okay.
2: that's like, she is very like potentially brain damaged, really horny, very drunk. Um, they love her. Men love her. Um, so I'm playing, I'm basically trying to like out weird the weirdest men on Tinder in some way where it's like, if we have the guy, um, I had a guy once on Tinder live who his profile was like, no feminists. I don't, if you believe in feminism, uh, like swipe left, I don't want to talk to that. So of course we swipe right. Cause that's the exact type of profile I want to talk to. Um, so when we matched, I was like, what's that feminist? I don't even like know what that is. What is it? And he said to me, uh, this is such a gift. He was like, feminists are people who believe in equality among the genres. They think that both both <laughs> genres are equal. He typed it twice. Oh. He doubled down. He doubled down. He's like, genres. And I was like, oh, like, like, so comedy's like the same as sci-fi. I don't agree with that. I'm not a feminist. Don't worry. And he was like, good. And I'm like, It's, it's, it's extremely silly. So it's like, I think just finding some catharsis in that, because I know when I've been on dating apps, I've just been like, who is swiping right on these profiles? What the hell would it be like to talk to somebody who has this profile? And Mm. Tinder Live just goes right into the fire. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Or, like, I've done this game on my Instagram where I just upload Hinge answers. So I don't know if you ever, like, do other apps besides Tinder. But yeah. what's interesting is it train it started to train my own eye to, like, look at people's answers first and not focus so much on, like, the appearance. Oh, I always
2: look at answers and, first. Well,
0: especially when, like, Hinge added these Rose people that oh, yeah are like standouts just right standouts and they are essentially just are the people they? that get the most likes right yeah. but i yeah. started the game because of it because i was like if you actually look at these men's answers i was like a lot of them are not good like yeah. this is I'd- this is purely just appearance why they're in the standouts of like exactly. they're a certain height they have a certain job they're just getting a lot of likes but i was like if my t- i trained my eye to focus on the answers everyone was voting no on these people and i was I like Hinge wants me to spend extra money to match with this man. To talk to this man. Well, what? it's funny because when they first came out with standouts, the little
1: header of the section said like standout profiles and prompts. Like they like, and they've changed it to say popular.
0: Yeah. They're just like, these are popular I think people. they've
1: realized it's Yeah, not they were true. like, oh,
2: standout how? And also not maybe not in a good way. Like, doesn't this stand out to you as a bunch of red flags? Mm-hmm. Um So, in terms of hinge and stuff, so the only reason That it was called Tinder Live is when I created Tinder Live, Tinder was the only one in the game. That's really the only reason. So often people are like, do you do other ones? And so I do love to, especially when I'm on tour, I love to focus on, I love to tell people, because sometimes people will be like, oh, well, Tinder is not good, but these other apps are good. And I love to talk about, no, no, they're not. Why are we acting like there's one that's magically full of incredible people only? Like, that's just not how humanity works it's not how these apps work so i do love to show chaotic like hinge answers and things like that because people love to point to hinge as though that's where all the great ones are and i'm like you do nah. know that at a certain point everybody's on every single app like yeah, like yeah. all the crappy weird whatever ones you're seeing from this one are all going to go over to the quote unquote good one like they've hacked it they've hacked it like there right. there's no safe place like come on
0: Or there's, I hate when people are like, oh, Tinder's the hookup app. I'm like, they're all hookup apps. If that's what you want, that's what they are.
2: That's literally what I'm saying, where people are like, oh, well, you're just doing it on this one. If you went over to this one, it's nothing but roses. And I'm like, no, it's not. I've been on every single app, personally, professionally. I've seen it all. Like, there's if there was one, like, people would... People, we would know, especially we would know, all three of us would know, if there was one app where everybody was amazing, of all the people who would know, we would know.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think every app is a hookup app, but we all just have different speeds. That's true. Like, I actually would like to hook up with the man I'm going on a date with. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, I would, right? But I'm just (laughs) like, I'm just not the first night person when other people are well and then then even then someone's like i'm a third date person other people are a 10 date person it's like we all want to hook up but we just have our own pace to it so when you call anything a hookup app i'm like well isn't that kind of the motivation at the end of the day for all of us (laughs) is you know to have somebody
2: well what's funny about that too is that like i remember going over because it was like oh well this one's just for hookups and this one's for relationships and this one's for this again though like yes that is very accurate and then like also not true because there's no way for the apps to screen for that right. like you could go on like oh this is just for people looking for relationships don't worry you're, just, you're safe here or whatever and then you get there and the person's still like are you home I'll be there in five minutes with like quaaludes and you're like what like it doesn't there's no way for them to screen anyone can go on anything I don't know I so I really like it's very interesting it's usually people who don't I don't think fully understand these apps who are the ones who will be like, oh, you should – it's probably just happening because you're on this app. You should go to this one and you're like, they're literally all the same at the end of the day.
1: The only thing that I will say for like the ones that require more information, like Bumble or Hinge or whatever. require more effort. Yeah. And they also have – I mean, you could lie, but they do have the looking for thing, which like – Mm -hmm. At least, at least they like require some sort of input, but But the same people. They can
2: hack that. They
1: can hack that.
2: It's so, I, for a while I was on a string of like reporting profiles that would say they were looking for one thing and were making it very clear. They weren't Mm. just to lure women in and like waste their time. And, uh, then, uh, I was removed from the, um, (laughs) for trying to, for being a hero, frankly, like that was a heroic move.
0: Yeah, there's also. I noticed a recent update on Hinge. They finally added um, your type of preference of relationship in terms of like monogamy and non monogamy. And Mm. that's something that all my non monogamous friends have been like emailing all these apps, being like, hey, look, we have this lifestyle. We're trying to put it on our profiles. People are just not seeing it. Like, we're trying to be open. Uh, So now they have it as an option. However, you can't like filter people by that option Mm. because I think they're worried about some type of discrimination with it. But But they were, like, so happy just the fact that, like, give us the option to disclose more information, which is nice.
2: Yeah, I think, I think, I think overall it's better to be able to have more information because it saves you time. I think, of course, the, like, asterisk in the corner is that a lot of, a lot of people, and I don't see women doing this as much, so I can't speak to that. I, I don't think it's as much, but I do see a lot of men being like, oh, I could like talk to, it's it's that age old kind of boring thing where it's like, oh, this girl wants a relationship. I could pretend I like maybe want a relationship, like kind of, but really like I'm just looking to hook up. And then I don't know, maybe it'll turn into a relationship, even though I'm not going to ever do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the men have infiltrated this system. I've seen like the, 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 the not great men, I think have, have infiltrated that. So I feel less confident i think in a lot of those identifiers than i did a couple years ago it used to be like oh great this person's looking for this and i've seen in the last couple years more instances of like oh great they're looking for this no they're not they're just looking for a woman who's looking for that so that they can kind of get in which is
0: right and the opposite happens too like we had a woman email in that she has this boyfriend but when they originally matched on the profile he had something casual was what he was looking for and it's something that she still has like an anxiety about, even though she's with this person. It's her boyfriend. He's treating her so well. She's like, but it's funny that like that's still something in her head just because of what someone had on their profile. So it's like, we all could be doing it, you know, one way of we're saying relationship, but we really don't want that. And we also could be swiping, like, eh, whatever. I just want to fling and then meet someone and go, oh, this changes the game. So,
2: right, which is you never great. never really
0: know, But you
2: never really know. But I think it's hard when you when you know that like you're not as capable of a fling or whatever, like I wouldn't have. And it sounds like she wouldn't have taken a chance on him if she had just seen that, even though he was capable of more. And that does often happen, but you know, you want to take people at their word. If someone says something casual, you don't want to be like, maybe he'll change and go down that path either. So, so So it's, it's really hard. So when I do see somebody say like short term fun or whatever, I'm just like, Even if, even though short term fun might be nice, but you don't know what that means to everybody. That's all I'm saying.
0: So, so I'm curious when you make your own profile in the dating world, yeah, what do you make sure you include on yours? How, how specific do you get when you're looking? When you're obviously not at the live show, like swiping in private,
2: I work with other people to, uh, who will like hire me to redo their profile or like edit their profiles. And what I often say is it's more, it's less about like, Make sure you have this one thing on there, unless it's something that's really important to you. I think anything that's really important to you should be on your profile. Um, I think that you should have something on your profile if you keep getting like this one same type of person. I think that's very important. Um, Hmm. When people write me and they're like, I, you know, I say I'm looking for this or or I didn't mention it and I'm always getting this type of guy. I think it's fine to mention something in there that's going to weed out that type of person. I think is very, very good. And look, they might not read it. And a lot of the times they don't read it, but I think it's worth it if for no other reason than it'll weed out a decent amount of them. And also uh, you get to have a little bit of catharsis when somebody, you're like, I'm looking for this. And they're like, oh, I want this. And you're like, you freaking dick. I said it in my profile and then you can leave. You know what I mean? At least you know you said it and you can be like, you wasted my time. Read the profiles and hopefully they learn a lesson. But I think anything that's important to you is good. But I, I don't – when I work with people on these profiles, I realize it's less about what you say in your profile and more about how you're saying it. I think yeah. that the biggest thing I edit in people's profiles is like, oh, I know you want to say this and you want to indicate that – That's not the way I'd phrase it. I think it's all about phrasing, honestly.
1: I agree. And when you were talking about like things you can say to weed out that certain person that you seem to be continually getting, phrasing I think is so key because what I have seen not work in not only – I mean, I've never done it because I've seen it not work, but when I edit people's profiles and do dating profile reviews, writing, I don't want insert that person
2: literally same
1: not gonna weed out that person literally
2: same right exactly it's it's not and it's also like the other thing I often tell people I'm sure you do as well is it just comes off so angry and look
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and bitter yeah and
2: right and look a lot Mm -hmm. of us are angry and bitter and we're allowed (laughs) to be they're not necessarily negative emotions but it's not the first thing you want to put out there with a new person that's all you can talk about that months in and be like oh didn't you hate that that's fine but the first thing I want to see with somebody I'm maybe going to really connect with I don't want to see like I don't want to swipe left of your and that's what I call like the profiles that are yelling at you yeah. like I don't want to see that it's just a really bad energy even if I agree with everything they've said even if I'm like even if I know I'm none of those things I still don't want to see that I just don't
0: yeah I gotten the advice like don't be telling the other person what to do even though you think it's like this playful and cute thing, like specifically with dating men, like so many of my male friends have complained about like, yeah, every girl writes like, I want a guy who's like makes a plan, makes a reservation, da da da, and they're like, we get that you're being cute and trying to give the vibe of like, Hey, like I want someone that, you know, plans and respects my time. And I think that's hot, but they're like, but we read it as like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I know what to do. Like, I know how to treat a lady. You don't have to teach me how to treat someone and take them on a date.
2: It's so tough because, look, I, I do agree that, like, that's not the best profile. But to those men, I would say, do you know how rare you are? Do you know? That is one of the coolest things that ends up happening at Tinder Live is so many of these men think every guy is like that. It's just a given. They don't understand when they see stuff like that. They're like, why are women saying this? We're all like this. Like, they, they literally think that. And then they come to Tinder Live and they're like, oh, I didn't know what women are going through. Like, I think right. that is... 'Cause it's just interesting that like again, I, I understand like no nobody wants to be yelled at, but
0: No, it's not yelled at. I think it's I think it's a good example of that's something that instead of me saying, You need to make a plan, I can say I'm a planner and I can make it about me. And you'll get that vibe from me that has nothing to do with me telling you what to do. Yeah. You know it's... what I mean? Like you could say, like, I'm a real nerd about my Google Calendar. I love scheduling, da-da-da. <laughs> or I have even scheduled blank, like something like so specific that no man would ever think you have ever scheduled right and that's a right. kind of indirect way of being like hey i'm a little type a i like a schedule yeah. blah blah i have blah. stuff like that on my profile because that's exactly be surprising to nobody who knows speech. right that's like my vibe yeah like my love language is a google calendar invite like that's a fun way you could be like i'm a planner i like a plan without being like hey man you better make that reservation <laughs> like,
2: exactly yeah you know. no exactly exactly you don't want to hear it in that way i think that's i think that's it but it's like yeah, I think like when I see that stuff on people's profiles, like I I do have compassion for it because I think we've all been burnt out on apps and for have sure. been really tempted to be like, I swear to God, if you message me with hi, I'm going to blow this whole place up. Like we've all thought that, but you can't have that be your only vibe for somebody right. who doesn't know you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Something that I've been seeing more on men's profiles, not women's as much as I've been like reviewing them, but is they say like, I can't wait, something along the lines of, I can't wait to message a few times and then never meet. Oh, yeah. Which like, is I, trying to be funny, I,
0: but, you I'm know. trying to
1: be funny, but like, I but, get that that happens. But that's not, like, why are we wasting the teeny, teeny, tiny amount of profile space that we get with that? That's yeah, always,
2: negative. that's always, exactly. That is, that is the same, the same advice that I always give. And the first thing I always think where it's just like, I could have learned about you in these two minutes, in these two seconds. I could have learned something about you instead of, and also the other thing is too, and people have to know this, I'm probably seeing that 200 times a day. How are you going to stand out to me when you're writing? It's no different than when every guy had like that quote from, what was it? The like, all my books smell of rich mahogany or whatever (laughs) like, like I don't like – I've seen this 100 times. It's not original. It looks very copy-paste. Like yeah. it's just a waste of space.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just not and, original. Right. Yeah, maybe the first guy who ever said it yeah. ch- got a chuckle. Right. And then yeah. after that – but to your point about it, like there being things both ways that like one side of it doesn't see what the other side is going on. Like I talk a lot to women when we're reviewing profiles about being specific because a lot of women will say something like, I like wine, for example. Yeah. That's great. Me too. Almost everyone does.
2: I know. It's such a, right. And they, it's, it's exactly, exactly. I I think, (laughs) I, I, I feel like you and I, when we're, when we're looking over profiles and stuff, we're probably having very similar conversations (laughs) because you're like, you're like, this isn't bad. Like what you're saying isn't bad, including personal details isn't bad, but like in like broaden it in some way that's personal to you in some way that like broadens your world in some way because it, it really is like saying like I like food like we all need it we to all live eat. yeah <laughs> that's a necessary human function so it really is just like it's so much easier to to edit other people's profiles and do that because I, I can see it in a sec you can see it in a second you know it's you're like oh this is what it needs but when it's you it's just it's harder
0: it's tough because we all want to make the profile that, quote, attracts more people and more options. Yep. However, it's like it just it does need to be specific enough that, one, they have things they can potentially talk to you about. Or, yeah. you know, sometimes it's more about quality over quantity where you're like, hey, I'm getting less matches, but I've realized my matches are better quality or I'm weeding out that certain type of person that was continually popping up in the past. And that's why a lot of times I like the questions or prompts that, I can give like a few different answers to like the typical Mm -hmm. Sunday one. You're like, okay, I can throw in that. I like Trader Joe's. I like matcha lattes. I like, you know, binging this on the couch. Uh, You know, I like going for a run. I'm a workout person. Like there's several things you can add in that it's like, oh, okay. There's at least one thing they can pick from my answer to potentially talk to me about.
2: Yeah. I think, I think it's just, there's There's so much stiffness, I guess I will say, on dating apps and things like that. And rightly so, because it's awkward and it's weird. But I think one of the things that I hear from women who come to Tinder Live so often is they love that my character is fearless. She says anything, like I immediately have an answer in two seconds. I say whatever I want. I'm not overthinking it. I think it's really like, A, it ends up being really funny because of things that I'm saying. But... It like ends up empowering women to like go home and be like, oh, I'm not going to spend like four hours thinking about when or how to respond. I'm going to say whatever. And like, if Mm -hmm. he's either into it or not, which I think is really powerful. So it's not even that it's like, you know, she's showing up in like a clown costume. It's just that like she's saying whatever the hell she wants. She's doing whatever she wants. She's going in whichever direction. Like, I'm fully in charge when I'm doing Tinder live. Like, she's fully in charge. And Mm -hmm. like, that's something that I know women don't very feel uh mm. very often feel when they're on dating apps and i think you know maybe men don't either i think we don't feel very empowered when they're we're doing these because it's so it's easier to do that, of course, in a show than in real life where you're just like, you have that weight of that, like, I want them to like me. I hope this goes well. Like, that's very human. It totally makes sense. I'm, I don't have that same ease, but I think it's cool to borrow from it. I think it's something that people can still borrow from in their
1: own lives, you know? Yeah. Has it has doing the show helped you borrow from it in your own life and kind of let go of some of that pressure on the outcome?
2: I think so because it's really interesting like when I'm doing Tinder live like it's doing it over the years like I've realized like I think it really has impacted me very deeply to be like oh I I, I always have it because I think in, in the first few years I've been like oh god like what if I don't have it tonight what if I go out there and I just don't have the jokes I don't have the replies I don't get the profiles whatever it's never happened not once. In years and years and years and hundreds of shows. And so I'm like, I think that trust in myself has made me, has helped bolster a little bit of like, oh, like if I'm in this situation, like I'm going to know what to say. I'm going to know how to handle it. Everything's going to work out okay. Like, I don't feel that all the time. I still struggle with, you know, a lot of anxieties and things like that. It hasn't, it's not going to smooth over every mental illness you have, but you know, it's going to, it's really helped my trust in myself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I love that. I feel like that's a great energy to take into like a first date, let's say, of like, I trust myself that I'm going to be able to be myself in this situation. And if, you know, figure out if I like this person and not worry as much about if they're going to like me because I'm just going to be there being me.
2: And exactly. And I think too, because there's always another person. Like, so I never worry, like in the show, I'm never like, Oh, I have to make sure I like keep them talking to me. I have to make sure that like this goes somewhere. Like that's totally released. Cause there's a bunch of weirdos on this app. I don't care. You know, I'll go find some somebody else. I have, I have 20 matches. I don't have time for you. You can wait. Like, there's such an ability to be empowered there that that I always think it's rad when other people are like, this has made me see it with so much more freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I think it's cool to because people know it's coming from someone who's been there. Like, it's not like I'm somebody who's like been married for 20 years or something and is like doing this. It doesn't like, no, I've been in the trenches. This is like comedy that's born from somebody who's been just as angry and sad and frustrated and like lonely as anybody who's on these apps, you know?
0: Okay. So you also wrote a book, uh, how to be alone if you want to. And even if you don't, so, uh I have to ask what advice would you have uh for people who are currently feeling very alone.
2: I think people love to give kind of like blanket advice about that, but it's so much deeper than that. I mean, I think one of the one of the reasons that I wrote How to Be Alone is because everybody feels like as universal as loneliness can be. Like everybody's feeling it for different reasons and there's uh, different ways that it manifests and there's different things that you need. So there really is, even though we live in a society that's like loves to be like, just do this. I actually hate all that stuff. I think that it's like blanket statements like are, are useful for so few people and they don't encompass like all of the nuances and like the stickiness of the feelings and your own personal experience. Like That's really why I wanted to write How to Be Alone because there was, I didn't feel very seen uh, by people who talk about loneliness. It It didn't encompass all the things that I was personally being affected by, the things that we don't talk about as a culture. I think one of the things that I hear so much from people who read the book is that sometimes it's just what you need to hear as a person who's struggling with loneliness, isolation, like not having, you know the best support systems, the best people yet, is you need to read other people's experience who have who are going through similar things, who are articulating the things that you're feeling that maybe you don't know how to articulate. I think that the things that make me feel less alone are when literally I do that. I hear a song and I'm like, oh, that's how it feels. I watch an episode of TV and I'm like, oh, I felt like that. I read a book and I'm like, yes, that's exactly how it is. Like I think that When you don't hear anybody talk about anything like what you've experienced or what you're feeling, the loneliness is just compounded. Mm. So the only way you're really going to feel less alone, I think it's not as simple. You know, I just, I I hate the answers that are like, go to a bar. Like, please stop. Please just stop. (laughs) Like, that's not, that's not changing anything fundamental. It's not changing anything long-term. People know locations exist. Like, that's not really the root of this, you know? Yeah. So I think just finding, you know, other people, even if they're not people you know, but just reading other people's stories, being able to find any way you can to realize that you're not the only one feeling these things, I think is huge.
1: Yeah. I think something that what you said really resonates with me because I think that's something that we hear a lot from our community too is that just hearing these stories, like you were saying about Tinder Live too. Yeah. Hearing these stories about people that are going through what you're going through can help you feel not as alone. And something that, you know, in terms of that community building, I think something that you touch on in the book and that you mentioned here too, is trying to build that community if you don't have it can be really difficult. Yeah. But it, is so rewarding in my experience to build a community around where you're at in life. Like I think it can especially happen if you're somebody who started out in a big city like I did and a lot of their friends started to get in relationships, get married and leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love it here. I, I don't want to leave. I'm also still single. But even if I weren't, I would want to be here. But I needed to build a community of like-minded people so that I didn't feel as alone.
2: Most people, I think, see the title and immediately get it. But sometimes people are like, oh, I don't need a book on how to be alone. I already know how to do that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's literally for that person as well. Like, few people uh, have have had to be like, you know, I don't want to say few people because there's 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 a decent number of us. But like, I've had to be very, very much on my own for most of my life. Uh, so I actually extremely know what that's like. It's not that I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Like, the book is about like, if you're alone. Whether you want to be or not, that is its own challenge to, like, be able to become a friend to yourself, a, uh, a partner to yourself, be able to um, form community within yourself that you're not seeking mm-hmm. <clears throat> from external Uh, from somebody externally to do that work on yourself so that you can have better connections. So it's really like how to be alone is like, all right, let's deal with all the stickiness of like the traumas and what we didn't get as kids and like creating a better foundation within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then the second book is more like, okay, so you've dealt with all those issues. How the hell do you make friends? How do you start choosing better people? How do you deal with friend breakups? Like all that it's, Because, you know, everybody has different levels of like work they have to do on that. Some people had really easy childhoods; They make friends really easily. Community comes easy for them. Great. Great for you. Um, I want to write for the rest of us who there's many of us. I always thought it was just me who was like, how the hell do I make friends as an adult? Why don't I have this yet?
0: I was actually curious because we do get a lot of questions from people that often move to a new city and they're like, how do I make new friends? Like, how how do I go about making connections with people? I'm struggling to meet people in my city. And you basically packed up your life, moved to New York. (laughs) What things have helped you make connections with people and make friends, especially upon being new to a city where you essentially know nobody?
2: First, you have to realize like what is keeping you feeling separate from other people because it's so much stickier than that. It's so much like... Every, everybody's like, for example, like, um, in terms of like, I used to, uh, teach these workshops about like procrastination and you think procrastination is so universal. You're like, everyone does it, but everybody does it for different reasons. So I think it's the same thing with loneliness. Like, I don't think it's as simple as like, I can't meet people. Like everybody has their own sticky reasons, their own feelings from the past, their own feelings of self-worth. Like it's so much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could give, obviously, you know, everybody knows like you can join a club, you can join these apps where you meet friends. But I think really the biggest thing that's helped me personally is like, A, doing the work on myself to kind of unpack like, am I ready for a friendship? Like sometimes you're not, you know, sometimes you're not really ready for whatever that is to kind of figure out to go within yourself and kind of figure out what I want, what am I attracting, what am I ready for, kind of do all that work. What I will say is I really believe that like any friendship I've made is timing and luck. I don't think there's one thing specifically that you can do, you know, put yourself out there in whatever way
0: feels right to you. I So you kind of, it sounds like you more subscribe to the, you make friends on accident theory.
2: I think a lot of books about relationships are very prescriptive and they're like, you're doing something wrong. You've mm. got to do this. You're doing everything wrong. I don't like that. I don't, that doesn't resonate with me. I think it's more like, you know, you can't miss friends that are meant for you. And I think that we tend to get, whether it's friendships or dating, we tend to get like, oh, I better do everything right or else I'm going to like miss my soulmate. I don't like that pressure. I don't like to put it on myself. I don't like to see other people put it on on themselves. So, you know, when I hear people have that urgency with friends or dating, I'm kind of like, what if you just knew for sure that like, Your people wouldn't pass you by, your people wouldn't miss you, and like whatever you're doing will bring you to them. I think that's more what I subscribe to.
1: I like that a lot. I think it's like similar to what you were saying earlier about not putting as much pressure on the outcome of things and still putting yourself out there. I mean, like, new friends aren't going to find you at home on your couch,
2: exactly. Yeah,
1: but like, not putting as much pressure on yourself that every single outing or every single activity or has to result in X exact thing.
2: That's exhausting. It feels horrible. I've done Mm. it. It doesn't, it it didn't bring me any closer. I don't think to my friends.
0: Yeah. And I, and I also, when you said your reasoning, I more thought of like when friendships end that it's interesting that like with our romantic relationships, it's like there's kind of a definitive beginning and a definitive ending that we're like, Oh, this isn't working romantically anymore. And we end it. And friendships is this weird thing that a lot of times we just hold on to those because of the amount of time oh, we've spent I with know. these people and known it's these so people. True. And I'm not saying you need to have definitive ends to your friendship, but I feel like as a whole, all of us are way worse at like moving on from those friendships and, and accepting that we've just changed and we've become different people or we, quote, found our people that are more in line with what we want in our lives. Yep. Like, especially uh, friends of mine I have that uh, really don't drink much anymore. They realized, oh, I had so many friendships that were like my going out drinking friendships. And they've kind of just slowly faded away from those. They're just not as close anymore. But they don't sit there and go, ugh, terrible friend. We're not friends. But they're just like, I'm in a different phase of my life. And therefore, we are spending less time together. And it sucks because you feel like you lose a friend. But it's kind of just the ebbs and flows of life. Just things change, you know?
2: Yeah, I love hearing this from other people because it's like, that's literally, that's literally what the book is. That's literally what the next book like talks about. And I'm, I'm excited about that as somebody who's been like having these conversations with myself and writing these things for years. And the more I hear other people talk about it, I'm like, oh, this is something so many of us feel and we just haven't talked about in this way. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It feels like a good sign whenever I hear somebody say something and I'm like, that's chapter five.
1: Like, I'm like, oh my God, good. It's in there. I know. Yeah, cool. No, I think that's great. I think people are going to love your advice and you know, yeah. excited for your new book.
2: Yeah, thank you. Me too.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show, Lane. And uh, guys, if you want to yeah. check out Tinder Live, it's touring all over. You have a website that everybody can check out, Lane Moore, or you can look at Tinder Live as its own website and we'll put everything in the description. So thank you so much for coming on.
2: Great. Yeah. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. It was great to meet you. Bye. Till next time.